Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by XML of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSEs here, and he helps us out. With, helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, feel free to get online. I'm sure we have some lines open on this holiday um, Saturday, uh, the 4th of July. So uh, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And if you're interested, we are Facebook living over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page. So, Patrick, if you're still there, you had a second question? Patrick, the, you there? Hello? Yep, there you are. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I have a mini camcorder that, uh, you know, over the years we obviously have tapes uh, full of video and all that kind of stuff. I'm interested in getting that onto the computer. I've never saved it to the computer. I've made copies onto DVDs and such, but uh, yeah. was interested in, you know, how are these files from each tape going to be huge and consume a lot of space is my first question. Probably I'm assuming that as well. Um, I'm not sure they consume a lot of space. Um the problem will be how you how you take them and get them onto the hard drive. Uh, you have to have a player. You're going to play it right from the actual from the actual device. I think, right? That's what I was thinking. That that was my second question: is what you might know or recommend for a cord. I mean, I would something. Uh, I would think a USB is probably not going to be enough. Well, you have to capture it. So if you think about what we're doing on our Facebook Live page, we have an HD camcorder that we're using with an HDMI out into a cam into a capture device that then converts the, that data into USB. And then there's a program, a software program, that then encodes it so that it can be rebroadcast out as a, a MP4 file, let's say. And uh, so there's a lot involved with getting it from the camcorder tape over to your computer. So you're going to need a capture device to take the output from your camera and process it into a file that can be then utilized. Does that make any sense? It does, yeah. It's a little bit more involved than I had thought. But, yeah, I do follow what you're saying. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a whole company out there called Legacy Box um, that does this. But uh, we're also looking for some ways. Bob's right now looking for some ways for you to capture the data uh, from your device, um, you know, you, you just can't necessarily plug it in. You got to process it um, f using a software tool. You found something, Bob? Yes. 
So Bob has found some ways of doing it. Um, that VHS is this? Uh, it's not Betamax, correct? It's uh, mini. Correct. Okay. Good. It's a mini DV uh, digital handy camcorder. Okay, I got your answer. So, what kind of device will he use there, Bob? Well, there's like a little video adapter that you put into your computer. Right. And uh, once you install that, so there's your capture device. Yeah, then you have this uh, these cables that change it from analog over to a USB cable. Mm-hmm. And you plug that into your computer. And you probably got some software that goes with it as well. I would think so. You need yeah. something that's going to actually process the data. You just can't play it into your computer, if that makes any sense. You need something to capture it. Yeah, it does. I mean, that was my, my thought, is I'm just going to be able to plug in a cord, see it on the uh, computer, and save it that way. So it's obviously more involved than just that. Yeah, the computer is not going to know what you're doing um, by just playing it. You need to, something has to be there to capture it. And, uh, I know he's looking right now to see if he can find the actual software tool um, that'll take and input that data for you. Well, this thing gives you all the all the uh, steps you need. Yeah, it, it does have a pretty. He has a pretty good link that he's going to show you. But uh, here we go. The software is starting to come up. I think. But it'll be part of that link for you. But you're going to have to render that data. I would do some Googling yourself. I mean, he took a few minutes here to do some searching on what's out there. Um, you may okay. want to also speak to other folks that have done it. Um, you may want to consider a company like Legacy Box that does it as a service. It might be more f- worth your time. Go ahead, Bob. Okay, so there's software, Virtual Dub, Magic's Movie Edit Pro Premium. Mm-hmm. And these probably all have a pretty good cost. Mm-hmm. And... Okay. There's some free ones out there that I'm sure will do it. But, you know, right. I'd have to play with it. And maybe there are listeners yeah. out there that can say they've used it and give us some give us some uh, advice. Or maybe they can go post it on the Facebook stream if you're a listener out there that has done this and you want to give some advice as to some software that uh, Patrick can use. Um, sometimes free, though, isn't worth it. Go ahead, Bob. There's a free software, OBS Studio, which is free software. But that's what I'm using to actually do this. So uh, the, the Facebook Live is using OBS Studio. That is free. It does work. I don't know how it would work with capturing your stream off of the camera, but it should work the same way. And then there's a VLC Media Player mm-hmm. is another one. So the key will be once you've got the device connected to your computer, then it has to render the video for you. And the output has to be configured properly on your camera to output it in the proper frame rate and the proper resolution then the software has to be capable of processing that data uh, as it comes into you, uh, into your computer, if that makes sense, and um, produce a good quality video. Otherwise, you could end up with a very low-quality, low-definition video if you're not able to process the rendering correctly. Uh, Even in this silly Facebook Live, there's a certain amount of frames that have to be configured to make this work coming out of the camcorder that we're using. Um, so it's a little bit involved with the settings. Um, you'll have to break open the manual on your camcorder to make sure you're doing the right thing. And with whatever transfer device you use, I think I chose a Magellan um, device, but I'm coming HDMI out. You're probably not using HDMI. You're probably using the um, the component, right, the yellow and red and white. Right. Well, it says, it says DV in and out, uh, but I know what you mean. It also has options for the red, yellow, red, green there as well. Well, if you could do a higher higher type of connection, stay away from the red, yellow, and white. If you can get a a better connection, I'm not sure digital video would be great. If it might be a micro HDMI connection of some kind, that would be great. 
maybe a better better signal. But you're going to have to do some research and play around with it a little bit. Yeah, no, I appreciate the guidance. I mean, it's obviously more involved than I thought, but at least I understand uh, a little bit better. I, I definitely understand what you guys are saying, the, the problems could be if you don't use high quality and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, your, your computer um, has to process it. So even the rendering may not be powerful enough on your machine. Your, your processor may not be powerful enough to input the data and process it uh, and capture it for you too. So your video card is going to be, uh, be part of this as well and your processor, even your hard drive. Uh, if, if it's trying to receive the data and, and not able to process it, you might find yourself, you know, with hours of, of rendering that doesn't really produce any kind of result. Yeah, so a lot of variables then, right? <laughs> Sadly, yeah. A lot of variables. <laughs> okay, well, thanks a lot. I appreciate the uh, the input on that and the answer to the first question. So have a nice weekend. Thank you. You too, Pat. All right, so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, uh, 1-800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. While we wait for your calls, I do want to bring up a quick article. Uh, we've talked about this before. This is all about two-factor authentication and security. AT&T dragged to court again over SIM jacking and cryptocurrency theft. So a customer allegedly lost $1.9 million of fake money due to AT&T's handling of a number transfer request. So if you're using your cell phone as your two-factor authentication to a $2 million cryptocurrency wallet, it's really your fault. Because what's happening is the bad guys are calling AT&T as if they're you and saying, you know what, I don't like this number anymore. I want you to port it over here. And they're taking your number, then they log into your wallet, the two-factor goes to the bad guy, and they steal your money. They're bringing AT&T to court. AT&T never promised to be your security company. They're a phone company. That job is hard enough for them. Why would you think they're going to secure your crypto wallet? To bring them to court, I mean, I hope AT&T crushes them in this because it's not their fault. They didn't promise to secure your wallet. You should use better two-factor authentication if you've got $1.9 million in fake money uh, that, are you, that you're using texting to secure. Right? So... Keep that in mind. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll get these links up there eventually for you over at computertalkwithtab.com. And uh, feel free to get online. Four lines open, I think, for you guys. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We are live on this 4th of July holiday. I'm sure you guys are doing whatever you can do. And I would encourage you to get out there and do whatever you can do. Um, Connecticut is not known for coming back from anything quickly. Um, recovery is really not something we do well. Um, so we need us who can get out and do what you can do. Um, go out and go to restaurants, get out and go to whatever you can do. I mean, obviously within whatever the rules are. Um, and, uh, we need to get this economy going quickly, um, as quickly as we can here in Connecticut. Being that we're still revolutionary, we do things at revolutionary speeds. Um, so I just encourage you to get out there as, as soon as you can, as soon as you feel comfortable. I'll tell you, my wife and I are getting out as often as we, we can um to uh to get things going and uh we all have to do our part there or we're going to be in a bigger world of hurt i think if we don't uh feel free to get online 800-966-WTIC 
522 WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. I think we have Al in Avon on the line. You there, Al? Hey, good morning. Morning. I've got a six-month-old laptop, and you discussed it last week, and then I had to leave. I didn't hear a lot about with a solid-state drive <clears throat> cleaning my clean disk can you do that or not and the other with a solid with a solid state yeah no, bob will have some answers for you there okay well, i'm not so sure i mean if you have space i wouldn't bother cleaning it up right there's no defragmentation you need to do there's no no cleaning per right. se right but as far as a, like a a weekly slash biweekly i wouldn't routine do it of just not with an SSD. No? SSD doesn't have any moving parts. But is it detrimental to it by doing it? If you're mm. deleting and, and writing and deleting uh, files on a uh, SSD drive, it only has so many writes. Okay, that, I, that I, I understand. But how about just the process of cleaning the disk? Well, again, it touches the drive, like Bob is saying. Yeah, so. I guess, yeah. If you have the drive doing something, it's going to have less ability to do things you need okay. it to do. How about then just clearing the cache or clearing the browsing data? Yeah, you can do that. That's off the uh, Chrome or whatever uh, browser yep. you're using. Yep, that, that you can do. Okay, those two. Mm -hmm. And when the last question on that same subject, Maccabee's got a, a subroutine in, in their security feature you buy and it's called remove cookies and trackers is that mm -hmm. the same as me clearing the browser by going to chrome and doing it maybe oh well it does them all out then if i've got ie and uh edge on there or whatever right mcafee's tool might be more all-encompassing yeah and it is slightly but it's still that you don't think that's detrimental no no uh, if you want to get your your cookie, cookies and trackers off your browsers, yeah. um, it won't harm your drive. The drive okay. has got plenty of read-write. You just don't want to do, quote-unquote, the old-style maintenance we used to do on hard drives. Yeah, right. So clean disk don't do. Right. And a check disk even you wouldn't want to do. You don't run check disk on an SSD. That's for the old-style drives. They have a new command. It's called trim for SSDs. But I wouldn't run it either, unless yeah, you're having a problem. Right. As you can see, uh, I didn't even know that. So, in other words, if I look for check disk, it wouldn't even show up. On no, check disk will run, but the more times you run it, it'll wear actually wear out your SSD because an SSD has unlimited reads, but it has limited number of writes. Oh, okay. And not in like the bill of rights. <laughs> right. Right. But we're correct. celebrating. That's yeah. where the W-R-I... <laughs> right, correct. Uh, all right, very good. Then. All right, now. I'll, I'll just leave it to clearing the browser, period. Sound, yeah. Sounds good, sir. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go on to Bob next in Windsor Locks. What's going on, Bob? Good afternoon, or good morning. Morning. I finally, finally cut the cord this week, and I wanted to ask you a few questions about it. Sure. Because uh, I don't know what my brother-in-law was doing wrong. Because my brother-in-law did it months ago, and he kept on going over. You know, there's one terabyte per month. Yeah, some of and, these places and, charge him. Yep. And and I I tried it for like 
15 days, and I think I used like um, 140 gig for 15 days. And right. I'm home, you know, because of the pandemic. My wife works from home anyways. Yep. So she's always on the computer. What I want to know is do the different devices, like they have a regular Roku, they have a Roku Ultra, they have a Fire Stick 4K. Does the individual devices suck more data than, you know what I mean? Yep, I do know what you mean, exactly. So, yes. So, when you think about anything using the Internet, uh, that's why I kind of joke about jiggling the handle on your data use. Like, remember when a toilet's running, you jiggle the handle, it stops running? Um, yeah. It's the same thing when it comes to the Internet. So, if you've got a 4K movie running on your device, it's going to bring down a lot more data than just a standard definition or high-definition movie. So, if, you, if, he, if your brother-in-law's got, like, three kids or four kids, and they're all streaming 4K movies at the same time, you know, and leaving them running uh, or, or leaving the TV on while they're not in there. In the old days of just leaving the TV on while you weren't in there, it was consuming and wasting electricity. Now it's doing two things. It's both consuming and wasting electricity and bringing down data on your on your service. So right. if he's got a bunch of kids that aren't paying attention, if he's downloading a bunch of data, downloading a bunch of um, software programs, movies, whatever he's doing, he's chewing up his data. It's if just, he, just him and my sister, so... But what I what I do wow. is is before I go to bed at night or whatever, I make sure the Roku. I go to home and then I shut the TV off. Right. Yeah. Uh, you don't want your devices sitting there streaming if they don't need to. Go ahead, Bob. I bet you they're downloading a lot of 4K movies. Yeah, they must be. Um, if they're using okay. a terabyte of data and you're not, I mean that's that's crazy. I mean, I'm not even. I'm using like one third of what he's using. You know what I mean? And I did. I did. Like I said, I just started. My bill went from over three hundred dollars a month down to a hundred. But yeah. I get reimbursed. I get reimbursed the hundred because my wife's company pays for the internet, so I'm only paying sixty five dollars for YouTube because YouTube just went up this week too. I heard <laughs> that they're going to increase their fees. My wife and I looked at uh, changing to Sling or Hulu because they did that, and it looks like Sling and Hulu are both at the same price range. Aren't they going with packages as well? I didn't well, see. I think YouTube is saying, "Hey, here's our new channels. Do you like it? It's going to cost you more." All you can do is say I, okay. I heard. I went with YouTube for Nissan if the Red Sox ever get back to playing because. Uh, yeah, they'll get I'm back to that. playing. Yeah, I heard. I mean, uh, that, that's sort of the reason why I got YouTube because nobody else carries Nissan. Yeah. Yeah, I had a discussion so. with uh, some people that said that they were upset because they were putting the they were increasing the price, but they were bundling. Yeah, all the same problem. The reason we all left cable in the first place. That's right. Exactly. That's exactly the comment they, and the conversation that went on. Yeah. That they all of a sudden they've jumped in on the bandwagon. Why they got the business in the first place? Right. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I hope they're going to offer different tiers of uh, service. But uh, yeah, I think your brother-in-law is just downloading a bunch of data he shouldn't be doing. Um, now, if your brother-in-law is in the area where Go Netspeed is 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 building no, out, he's, he's in Enfield. Okay, but eventually, yeah, they don't offer any data caps. I live in Locks. I keep telling everybody in Windsor Locks, sign up for Go Net Speed because, but I, you know, I had contact with them, and they said they're not moving north of Hartford for a while. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, Windsor has to be first, and then Windsor Locks, and that way. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for Go Net Speed, believe me. (laughs) Yep, yep, no data caps. So, unlimited. All right. Well, that's all I can tell you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Well, let's go on to uh, let's go to Tony from uh, Winstead next. Hey, t- oh, you know what, Tony? We're coming up against a hard break here. Matt's going to yell at me. He probably won't even bring you up if I know him. <laughs> um, so we're coming up against a hard break. So Tony and Susan, hang on. A couple lines open for you guys. Feel free to get online. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We are live 
over at WTIC's Facebook page if Zuckerberg deems our show worthy um, and not fake news now that they've got a tool for that. <laughs> right? Facebook's joining in with full fact to make sure uh, you guys get helped when you are you got fake news out there. So as long as it's deemed as worthy, it'll still be there for you over at WTIC's Facebook page. We're here till 11 o'clock on the 4th of July. Thank you for uh, tuning us in. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock on the 4th of July. Um, I don't know how many times we've been on the 4th of July. I think we've been on quite a few times over the past 25 years. I'm sure we've been on a few 4th of Julys, but can't remember the last time. Uh, let's go to your calls. And uh, nice enough to, for you to join us on this uh, Saturday morning. We're going to go to Tony in Winstead next. He's still there, Tony? Tony, you there? Yes, I am. What can we do for you, sir? Uh, I'm sorry to ask this, this question again, but I, I'm looking to cut the cable. Okay. And, and uh, my, my first question is, is a 50 megabit speed good enough to handle that if I got a Roku Fire Stick? So the answer is generally yes. How many people are in your home? Well, there's just two of us, and, and we don't have any streaming devices, no gaming we just kind of, you know, watch some movies and maybe do some email, and that's the extent of it. Yep, 50 megabytes will be plenty for you and your wife to do that. Okay. And, and is, is there a preferred, uh, is something preferred over a Roku Fire Stick? Is there something better than that? Or Well, I, would, I did a lot of research before I chose my streaming device, and I chose, cho- chose an NVIDIA Shield. I know it's okay. a weird name, but NVIDIA is a big company when it comes to dealing with video processing, video cards, CAD, artificial intelligence. Um, So the research I did uh, with the Android TV operating system, the NVIDIA Shield is a really nice box, um, about the size of a deck of cards, well, maybe a little Mm -hmm. bigger. And uh, it'll work like a Roku. It'll work like any of those other devices. But I found it to be very agnostic, meaning it wasn't really connected to any kind of other third parties, so I liked the fact that I could put any streaming on it that I wanted and kind of felt like I wasn't being forced on any kind of ecosphere. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. So check. I'm, I don't know if Roku does that or not, um, but uh, I'm not sure how robust their devices are. So um, I would recommend taking a look at the Shield. Um, there are some of these are configuring. You can configure bandwidth savers. Uh, I think the Shield offers that as well because it can actually do something called upscaling, so you can get higher definition video um, processed through a lower definition signal. Um, so a lot of them are helping you with that. So okay, all right. Fifty megabits should be plenty. If it's not, you can always buy more. But I, for the two of you, I think you'll be more than happy. I was operating with five kids. In the house, doing all their the five kids. Oh my goodness, that'd be crazy. Three, five people in the house. Three of them boys. Yeah, oh, I just got really scared for a second there. Uh, all of them boys doing all sorts of stuff online with sixty-three megabits of speed. Okay, good. So you'll be fine. And is, do they somebody like Roku have much content, or do I need to go shopping for content as well? So you'll need to shop for content. Roku may have some sort of agreement, but my point would be that you would shop for content like uh, YouTube TV, check out Sling, check out Hulu, 
Check out uh, Amazon uh, Prime. If you're if you're a Prime member for a hundred bucks a year, you'll get access to their entire library of uh, shows and uh, movies. And of course, you can then rent movies as well through Prime. Uh, so it's very cheap. Netflix, of course. So there's many content providers. Of course, all the channels are trying to get into offering you content. Um, CBS has a channel. NBC has a channel. Um, so try to find a content provider that makes sense for you. I chose Amazon. I'm sorry. I chose, well, I have Amazon, yes, but I chose um, YouTube TV, although we were talking about it earlier, how they just kind of sent a little notice. Hey, we're going to give you MTV and these other things, too. It's going to cost you more. Thank you. Yeah, you know, okay. that kind of bothers me. Um, yeah, yeah. So we, I literally did some more research on Hulu and Sling, and and it's weird the two services from Sling are one's a blue service and one's an orange service, and it's weird how they mix the channels together. Um, and I didn't look for Nesson, which is interesting because I'm not watching any Red Sox right now. Why? Because they're not playing. So it didn't even cross my mind that Nesson mm-hmm. may not be on either of those. So pay attention if you're a Sox fan as to where Nesson might be if you want to watch the Sox. Oh yes, yeah, thank you. And, and, of course, all of these uh, pro, uh, uh, content providers are for a fee. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. They're for a fee. However, so if you look at your bill, just your when you cut the cable, there is no – even Blumenthal can't get his hands on this. Uh, he can't tax the Internet. So your Internet service is going to cost you a flat number, period. They actually put, posted a, a, a moratorium on taxing the Internet. It's a permanent one, supposedly whatever that uh-huh. means. Uh, so you'll never pay tax on your Internet connection. So you will, though, pay tax on your service from whichever streaming content provider you get, but you will have to pay somebody for your content. It all depends on how much content you want. You could always add an antenna and watch over-the-air channels to avoid that a bit if you don't want to pay for um, channels, but you got to pay somebody yeah. for that content. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, not in an area where an antenna works very well. Um, so but, you're going to uh, pay somebody. Yes, for sure. For sure. Okay, it's been very helpful. I appreciate it. All right, good luck, Tony. Thank you very much. Yep, bye-bye. Yeah. Thank you. Let's go to Susan in Plainville next. What's up, Susan? Hi. Hi. <clears throat> Excuse me. I hear you talking a lot about Roku. And um, I was talking with Xfinity not too long ago trying to get my bill reduced, and one of the things they suggested was getting a Roku device because you pay for it once, and then that would take the place of the um, small boxes because I have two of those for two additional televisions. Mm-hmm. And they said I would get all the same channels that I currently get on my television, and I only have the expanded basic. I don't have HBO or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wondered what you thought of that idea. And they said, in addition to the Xfinity channels, I would get Pluto free. I don't even know what these channels are, to tell you the truth. Yeah. YouTube, IBDB TV, the mm-hmm. Roku channel, Voodoo, Sony Crackle, Canopy, <laughs> Popcorn Flick. All the stuff you haven't really used before. So they're de- they're desperately trying to keep you as a cable subscriber. And what they're doing is they're going to say, okay, we won't charge you for those two boxes because you're going to go buy a couple boxes for those devices, and then you can log into their streaming service. So what the cable company is trying to do is get you onto their streaming service. Um, Correct. It's your choice. So for me, just, you know, they've taken our money at a high level for a very long time with a pretty much a guaranteed monopoly. 
they have not done us any favors over the past 20, 25 years. So, well, 40 for me. Yeah, however long <laughs> you want to call it. So you've given them an awful lot of money, and now you're looking to change, and they're looking to hold you. Uh, so it's really up to your... You know your your desire to keep sending them your money. Um, you know they really had their time. They really could have offered us a more affordable solution, and they didn't. Um, so I'd tell you to look at cutting the cable altogether, just doing their well, internet service. I, you know, I thought about that years ago, and I can't get any um, based on the position of my house and so forth. As far as like an antenna, yeah, that doesn't work. That's fine. You don't need an antenna. So all these services that are out there these days, Hulu, Sling, YouTube TV, will give you local channels. So you will have to pay a monthly cost for that. So you look at what you're paying now for Comcast Infinity, whatever you're paying for, and ask them what it would cost. my phone and my internet also. Of course. It's all bundled together. Consider whether or not... I did a few years back because I traditionally had like the old standard pole landline. Right. Yeah, now you've got a, a uh, what I call is... Uh, Triple play. Yeah, you've got a, a bundled system where you've emulated pole landline, um, yep. which you have there. So do do the math. Get a get a price for just a 50 megabit connection or the, or the slowest connection they offer you for the lowest price. And then you could do UMA, which is going to give you a free phone line. UMA, H-U-M-A? O-O-M-A, UMA. Okay. Um, that is a way to get free telephone. You just pay the, the taxes on that phone line should you still need that phone line. And then you're going to look at a streaming service, whether it be Hulu, YouTube TV, or the others, and see if the math works out in your favor where you're going to save a ton of money over whatever they're offering. If they somehow have gotten competitive, okay, more power to them. It's up to you. Do you need a smart TV for that? No, you'll, well, a smart TV will give you the streaming capabilities, or you can use a device like a Roku or an Amazon okay. Fire Stick or a NVIDIA Shield or any of the things we talk about. Okay. All right. So, I mean, it's really up to you. If it's going to save you money uh, by sticking with them to the point where the price is de minimis between doing it yourself and going with their, their alternative to keep you, it's up to you. Well, um, over time it'll save money because I have to buy the devices right. versus renting the boxes Forever. When do you think they would give you those little silly boxes for nothing? I know they did in the beginning, and then it went to four dollars, five dollars. I think they're six dollars each now. A month. Yes. I know it's crazy. Yep. All right. Well, that that was not my primary question, but I heard you all talking about that stuff, and I said, let me ask that question also. So before you ask your primary, I have to go to a break. Can you hold on? Sure. Yep. All right. We're going to step out for a quick break. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll get right back with Susan, who had the primary question. What's going on, Susan? What's your primary question? When I had a laptop that had a CD drive, I had copied a lot of information off the C drive onto the CDs, mostly pictures that I wanted to make sure I didn't lose. Yep. And now my laptop no longer has a, a CD drive. I needed a new laptop. Sure. So I'm hoping... My library has a CD, you know, has a computer with a CD drive, and I could transfer them. But what's the best way to save them? Like on a thumb drive, perhaps? 
perhaps uh, that's an idea. There's, the media is going to constantly change on you. So you can go to your library. If they have a CD drive, it's fine. Or you can buy an external CD-ROM drive and plug it in to your laptop with a USB interface. Well, you know, I thought about that, but when I started looking at them online, I had no idea what they were talking about and what I really needed. It's probably going to be a fifty to a hundred dollar device um, to do an external. No, Bob thinks even cheaper. What do you think? Maybe thirty five dollars, Bob. He's looking. I'll tell you in a second. But an external CD-ROM drive would be your easiest way to deal with this. So you could do it at home, and you wouldn't bring your stuff to the library. Okay. Um, and then yes, uh, if you want to put it on other media, you could put it on thumb drives or external hard drives. Go ahead, Bob. What do you got? Twenty five to forty bucks. Twenty five. Wow, I was way off. Um, and. Yeah. Does he have a brand name, or you can't say that over the year? Oh, we can. There's all sorts of brands out there that. I mean, I don't know what kind of. Um, what should I say? Um, is there anything specific I should look for in it? It just seemed when I was looking at them, there were so many different. Um, well, well, you could find ones that are Blu-ray, and ones that are standard DVD. So. Well, these are just standard. Would a Blu-ray do any better? Um, would it enhance the standard DVD, uh, the mm -hmm. CDs at all? There's company. There, comp there are people. They're stopped making Blu-ray discs now. No, I can still get them. You can still get them, but yeah, yeah they're they're going. They're hard away. to find. So Blu-ray gives you more storage capacity. So I produce all of my summer vacation videos on a Blu-ray disc for my family, and it includes okay. all the pictures. So both the video and the pictures are on that Blu-ray disc because it's so large. I forget how many gigs it stores, but it stores a ton. Um, but to Bob's point, it is getting harder and harder to find Blu-ray media. That is true, uh, but if you just want to grab your data off of the off of the discs you created, a twenty five dollar, you know, external hard drive from a uh, ASUS makes sense. Yeah. Um, ASUS, there's Dell, there's LG, oh, yeah. Sony sorry, makes. I couldn't hear you. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Oh, Bob, go ahead. ASUS, Sony, LG, Dell. I mean, just about all the major players are making them, and you can get them at Walmart, Newegg. I mean. They're Amazon. Everywhere. Amazon everywhere. Okay, so, you, so I you don't do that. for any particular like size or speed or No, not really. Not for what you're doing. If okay. you're in that twenty five to thirty dollar range, then you can move it off to your PC and then copy it back to thumb drives, I guess, or external hard drives. Don't throw well, away your CDs though. I'm sorry? Don't throw away your CDs. Okay. You never know when you might need them because something else could go wrong, right? If you have a thumb drive with your data plugged in and you get ransomed, your hard drive is going to get encrypted as well as that thumb drive. Well, I also have a Seagate backup. Yeah. Are you checking it? I do occasionally. Check it. We had a caller earlier that found out his backup wasn't working, even though it said I heard it was. that, yeah. Okay, good. Check it while you heard it. it do a test restore. Yeah, do a test restore okay. of current data. So, I'm taking notes. <laughs> keep your, you know, keep your old media. It can't hurt. But right. uh, that's what I would do. I wouldn't go to your library. All right. Well, that makes sense. It's just like I said. I looked them up like when I first got the the new laptop, and I just said, you know, there's so many different things, and I didn't know what I needed yep. to do the job. So just a plain basic C external CD-ROM. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Good luck. All right, thank you for your time and patience, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thanks. Let's, let's go to Matt. In, I'm sorry, let's go to Andrea in Southington. What's going on, Andrea? Hey, how are you? Doing fine. How are you? Good. I'm confused. But um, 
it goes back to a couple things. I tried to install OpenDNS. Yeah. But I can't verify that it actually happened. Okay. You can't if you if you type of the internetbadguys.com, can you go there? What? <laughs> <laughs> so OpenDNS has has described uh um documentation that'll walk you through whether or not you can test whether or not you have OpenDNS configured. And yeah. they have a website called the Internet Bad Guys. And I think it's the Internet Bad It's either the Internet Bad Guys or just internetbadguys.com. And okay. uh, if you can go there, well, then you haven't configured OpenDNS properly. Okay. If you can't, it'll say, oh, you successfully configured OpenDNS. Um, so, so if I can get there, then I didn't do it right. Correct. It's actually internetbadguys.com. I always get it confused whether it's okay. the Internet Bad Guys or just Internet Bad okay. Guys. So, so if you can, if, if I can, get there, I gotta try it again. Correct. And it's nothing to install. OpenDNS is something you configure. Yeah. So when I was, I don't know even how I got it, but I, I've got like all these YouTube things, and one is like from New Fathom that kind of just walks you through it okay. on YouTube. So. All right. I'm going to try that. Make so, sure it's a legitimate. Well, yeah, video. it it seems to be showing all the things that I did. but apparently. Right, but wouldn't it be ironic? So if I'm a bad guy, wouldn't it be great for me to put out a video that talks about open DNS to trick you uh, into putting in bad guy DNSs instead of good guy DNSs? So that's yeah, the problem they, with the Internet. Yeah. It, it, it sound, it, I don't know. It, it sounded. Legit? Yeah. Well, they they did. I mean, so, they've got the they've got the right um, numbers and okay, all right. Which I know two 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 and two two zero and. Yep, it sounds like you know the right numbers. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, walk through that again. If you can get to the not the internet bad bad guys dot com, but internet bad guys dot com. If you can get there, you did not configure it properly. Okay. The other question is because my McAfee ran out. Yeah. And you've talked about Webroot. Yes, we have it on over 8,000 systems in our client base. It works really well. There are so many different flavors, like, price ranges, and places. And you want the cheapest, lowest one they offer. Okay, that's part of what I wanted to know. Yep. As long as you have OpenDNS in place, uh, you don't need anything else besides antivirus and OpenDNS, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so when they tell you where you can get it. Yep. What am I getting? Because I mean, You're I know the software. This last caller, you don't get a CD or you get one, but I don't have a. No, you'll download the software. It'll it'll be downloaded to your computer. So from... I don't have to like, I can buy it online and not have to go to like Walmart or a right. box store to get it. Yep. Okay, because this just doesn't make sense. Because it's like Walmart, Best Buy. Well, they so... they also probably give you ways to download it through their. Okay. Uh, portals as well, but you can but, probably get so it directly it's just from, like Webroot. from Webroot. So if I yeah. see one just from Webroot, I can mm -hmm. do that. Yep, the cheapest one they have. It'll either be a monthly cost or a annual cost. Okay. roughly twenty four dollars a year. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of what I saw. Good. All right, that works for me. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, calling. All right, I'm glad you were here for the fourth, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of it in your pool. <laughs> oh, my pool has been killing me, but thank you. Well, I know you got problems with your pool, but it's going to be hot, so. I'll, I'll jump you know, into it. All I'm right. babysitting my do brother's yeah. dog, so I've got like 
three dogs in the house right now. Sounds like fun, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Good one. Yep. Bye. See you. Bye-bye. Yep. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this 4th of July. Everything we talked about eventually will get posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. Uh, they'll be there for you for the live links. Mike will post them later, uh, maybe in the early part of the week. Don't know what's going on there, but that site is giving us some trouble today. And uh, I want to thank Matt Sorais for, for producing the show. He's been with us through this whole COVID thing and our operation here out of the uh, hermetically sealed uh, uh, tab computer system studios has been fun i'm looking forward to getting into the actual studio though mike uh, matt that'll be great and uh, stick around you've got dr lessie coming up next to give you a second opinion on your health advice and of course you've got garden talk and probably uh i'm not sure if law talk is back or pet talk is back but definitely have garden talk so stick around for that on this fourth of july enjoy your independence day folks while we have it see you next week T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.